Hello, I want to welcome everyone to the Parlay Park podcast. This is comedian Kevin Wolf uh, coming to you with some of the things that interest me, the things I enjoy talking about, the people I enjoy talking to, and the interesting lives that they live. So this is episode one. Uh, I hope everyone enjoys it. We're going to start with episode one, and we're going to talk to Miss Teresa Chase. Miss uh, Chase is a 2001 graduate of Scotland High School. She's a 2005 graduate of Meredith College in Raleigh, North Carolina, where she uh, majored in business. And she is also a mother of three, a wife. And today she's going to talk about her three books that she has written. She's an author. And so we're going to take some time and have a great conversation talking with Miss Chase and her three wonderful books. So ladies and gentlemen, Miss Chase, how are you? I'm well, thank you. How are you? Doing really well. Thank you for taking the time to uh, be a part of my uh, podcast, my first episode. And I could not think of a better way to start off than um, someone that I'm extremely proud of. And I know you're going to get into those projects, uh, but just, you know, all the things that you've been able to do, you've been able to overcome. And so before I spill the beans, I want to get into it uh, with you. And so let's start from the beginning. So sort of share your story with everyone. Okay. Well, I think that at least this portion of my story starts with becoming a mom and um, my son's diagnosis. Um, I think whenever anyone is pregnant and about to have a child, you know, you kind of make a vow that you're going to do everything you can to make sure that that child is well and thriving and loved. And um, it starts to be tested when things that you weren't really prepared for happen. Like for me, when my oldest child was diagnosed with autism. It totally changed the shape of everything that I had ever known. And um, that's probably where my, where my story starts as it relates to wanting to give him everything that will help him to thrive um, and knowing that it might be things that I haven't seen before, haven't done before. So so that's probably the start of it. <laughs> so tell everyone about the, the Mighty Squad. What is it and what is it about? And then how did you come to the point to even create the Mighty Squad? So the Mighty Squad is a fictional book based off of characters that or actual people in my life that I love and I don't feel are represented necessarily for their uniqueness in mass media. So um, there are five characters. Uh, three of them are boys and they're loosely based off of my boys. And then there are two girls. So um, some of the ways that I'm describing that they are unique and not represented in mass media are, for example, um, as I discussed earlier, my oldest child who has autism, he's on the autism spectrum. He is a character represented as the name Ken. And then I have Liam, who is my second son. And his character will have the challenge of um, sensory processing disorder. 
which is an actual diagnosis that we deal with in our house that we live with and are thriving through. And then Max, who is my baby boy, who is just showing us new ways that the littlest person in the house can be the boss and <laughs> be doing everything in his power to show his independence and um, just as he's exploring and figuring out what this whole world is about, just he always he always finds a new way to wow me. Um, and then the two girls, one is named after my goddaughter who is living with alopecia. And then the fifth character is Gabby, who is named after my niece, who is the daughter of my sister that I lost when I was a senior in high school. We were not able to grow up really close together in proximity. And while we kept in touch, it just doesn't feel as close as maybe it could have been. Um, and this project and having Gabby as a character was definitely a way for me to feel like she and my sister were both close to me. So those are the five characters. I think you had another part of the question that maybe I didn't answer. <laughs> just remind me and I'll get to it. Well, thank you for uh, outlining those characters. And you're right. You know, they, they bring a unique perspective, uh, particularly when uh, creating a children's book. So when I think of the Mighty Squad and how you, unique they are and special and dope they are, um, how did you come to say, hey, I want to create this sort of children's book, not your typical children's book, not your typical coloring book, but what made you decide that, hey, this is how I want to do it? Well, the first thing that I wanted to do was to have something that I felt like after participating with the book, the child will have been exposed to things that maybe they wouldn't be exposed to on a normal daily basis, depending on where they're growing up or what their family structure is. And even um, the things that are really talked about a lot in their home. So the first book was Careers A to Z. And I just wanted children to be able to think about their future starting early so that they might be able to start um, asking questions and making decisions that will support the goals they have for themselves in the future. So that's the first book. And then the second book, I'm looking over here <laughs> because I actually have them, um, have them where I can show you guys. So this is the first book, Careers A to Z. You'll see all the characters. That's Gabby, Liam, Ken, Lizzie, and Max. Um, so that's the first book. Um, the second book is the Spanish translation of the book. So it's all the same content. It's just in Spanish. I can show you a sneak peek here. Oh, wow. So that's um, another thing about the book that I thought was important was to not put a lot of emphasis around traditional gender roles. So um, inside of the book, careers A to Z specifically, you'll see boys doing things that girls typically do, like being a teacher, and girls doing things that boys typically do, like being a firefighter. So 
while I wanted to do something that would show my boys their potential and um, I couldn't do that without also exposing them to the reality that girls are amazing too <laughs> and we can do everything boys can do and um, yeah so that was one of the main focuses that I plan to weave through every project to make sure that they understand what's really out here and how they need to respect and not underestimate their peers regardless of their gender. The third book is Feelings A to Z. Um, and then we just have the characters drawn out in different outfits and hairstyles for Gabby. Um, and um, yeah, so within feelings, I think that it's very common that maybe children don't get the opportunity to express them their full range of emotions. And maybe it's even discouraged from them to show themselves anything other than happy. And while the momentary angry might be acceptable in transitions, but with quickly being corrected, there's a whole spectrum of emotions, and this book is to help children realize that there are a lot of different feelings, and even beyond that, because these are activity books, you will find inside of the activity, um, inside of the book, um, activities that will help you navigate through a feeling. For example, I'm going to cover my face here. Y'all are like, yeah, you know. <laughs> For the feeling determined, you'll see there's a coloring page. And then there's an activity that basically says, when you're feeling determined, these are some things that you'll do. And then at the bottom, just because I can't read <laughs> in reverse, um, the bottom says, who can you ask for help if you get stuck? Because that's the reality. Sometimes we have goals and we get stuck. And um, here are some things that you can do whenever you get stuck. And the book recommends that we um, list out at least um, one person that you can reach out to when you get stuck. And then the goal is when you tell one person, they will help get you accountable, hold you accountable for completing the thing that you're determined to do. Um, but also if you need help, they'll be they'll know that you're working on it and be ready to help you whenever you need it. So, so that's the, the nutshell of um, the three books and why I did it. Wow. So having gone through that process of putting this activity book together and having to draw from such intimate feelings about your children and the other young people in your life, did you have many partners that you collaborated with to pull off such a big project considering, you know, you're not naturally from the publishing world. So it was sort of, it was a new venture. So talk about some of the collaborations and partners that you work with uh, to pull off this, this wonderful project. So I could not have done this without an illustrator because I can't draw <laughs> at all. <laughs> So um, I work with Keith Stevens. He is actually, his Instagram handle is Art Makes Smiles. He was bomb. He was um, 
I, like I can give him a raving review. Um, we started conversations in July. I don't know, maybe July 2nd. By the 8th or so, he had given me images of what each of the characters look like um, based off of my descriptions to him. Um, my sisters are usually the first people that I bounce ideas off of. So they've been cheering me on and giving me feedback all the while. Um, my sister, one of my sisters helped me improve my website. I kind of stood my website up on my own <laughs> one morning before work. It's crazy. Um, but she went sanded off the rough edges and um, made modifications. So big ups to Jamisha Green for that. And then my sister, Anita Robertson, she's always cheering me on and telling me I can do it and giving me feedback. Um, my husband, Jermaine Chase, he's amazing. He actually saw me putting together the activities and in, through conversation, he ended up creating some tools for me to help me make the activities faster for the next version, which was feelings A to Z. So I'm really looking forward to using those tools and creating more projects um, that follow kind of the same template as this. And then a host of friends and my craft sisters. <laughs> um, everybody has, everybody that's been in my life has probably contributed in some way or another, uh, whether it's by operating in their dopeness or giving me feedback or um, the supporters that purchase the product and give me feedback and send me pictures of their children using the products. Um, every, I feel like this is one huge collaboration. <laughs> That's great. That's great. I'm not in the book, but I, I'm not going to say nothing about that, though. We're going to move on past that. So the next thing is, I, I really want to ask you, um, when a child goes through the activities and the various things in, in the books, what do you as the author and as a mother want them, each child to take away from um, the books? What do you want them, what are some of the themes you want them to walk away with? I want them to walk away knowing that they are whole people, even as little as they are, and they are entitled to have their opinions and feelings about things and they can do anything. Um, I want them to be exposed to things that maybe they haven't been exposed to before. I want them to think about their future. I want them to have some starting point to ask the adults around them some questions. Um, I want them to see themselves in products and feel proud to be a part of a community like ours. As I expand and create storybooks and other products, maybe even an animated series, I want them to be more aware of the realities of their neighbors, their classmates. I want them to feel less different than maybe they feel in their home or in their community. I want them to feel empowered to talk about whatever they think about. And um, 
yeah, I want them to become artists and illustrators and writers and creators of dope content, the things that they wish they had when they were little. Now, I think that is, is great. And in addition to that, what should a parent take away from this as they work with their kids um, in these different, in the books? What, what would you want a parent to feel or to learn or to, you know, just to, what do you want the parent to take away from it, from their experience with the books? Well, speaking as a parent, <laughs> one of the things that I try to keep in focus is that I'm a whole adult because of the experiences that I've had. And it's easy to be in a position and be looking at someone else, wondering why they're processing it the way they are or mm -hmm. why they're behaving the way they are. And um, sometimes we have to just be reminded that our children haven't had all the experiences that we've had. Um, I think also as a mom, I try to protect my children's curiosity and maybe even foster it and create opportunities for them to be more curious. So I'd really like for parents of children that are using the books to participate in some activities with them, help them to think through the writing prompts or maybe even um, just stand behind them and encourage them on, you can find that last word, maybe it's backwards, maybe it's upside down and just helping to create that, um, that desire to complete some of the activities because they will be able to use those skills in every part of their life um, from now and on. That's, so what has it meant to you to have taken this project from uh, an idea to uh, actual birthing this baby and seeing it grow and starting to walk and talk a little bit? What has it been like to take this project from that A to Z? And the reason I'm asking is because there are a lot of people that um, they have these these passions and these things that they want to get involved in. And they oftentimes allow varying things to get into their way. So how did you move, you know, from the idea to actually getting this project going? So the first thing I did was I thought about what I wanted the end result to be. And then I planned it out, which didn't take as long as um, the next steps which were organizing the details and um, giving them to the illustrator. And then once he sent me the drawings back, I digitized the images, which meant I took them from paper to computer format and um, you know, made some modifications to make things more consistent. And that was really time consuming, at least for the first book. Um, so it was all a part of strengthening skills that I already had, but also um, learning how to carve out time to do what I told myself I would do and what I wanted for my children. There were a lot of days that I slept three hours and 
worked in the parking lot at work between um, drop off and when my work day needed to start. And after my work day ended and when pickup needed to happen. So um, it was a lot of hours and a lot of effort. And I hope that my customers feel like it's worth it. Um, so I started the project in July. Maybe I started thinking about what I wanted to do a couple months before that. But um, once I knew it was going to be an, a coloring book, <laughs> because there's a twist there too. Once I knew I wanted it to be a coloring book um, and I got the, the plan done um, and the, draw, the illustrator provided his drawings and I started um, digitizing them and um, all while working full time. And <laughs> um, when I showed my sister, one of my sisters, the finished product, she was like, I think you need more value in there. And after some talking with her, I decided that I would create an activity for each drawing, for each career. Um, so that was a fun little twist there. Um, and because I'd given myself a deadline, I really wanted it done by Black Friday. I wanted to release a Black Friday. Um, and I, I had it done at that time with the activities and everything, but I didn't have the, the draft in hand to review before I could advertise it. But um, I feel like this got to be a very long answer, but I guess it was a very long process. <laughs> And that, but that's the that's the reality of it, right? And and that's the main thing um, that you want people to know. It wasn't just a, hey, I woke up, wanted to do this, and it was easy, and I got it done, and and I hit every deadline, and so and so. That's just not the reality when you're talking about, you know, different projects. <laughs> and that wasn't my reality. If y'all did it like that, then a. Teachers, um, but um, but yeah, it was it was a lot of sleep nights. It was a lot of um, nights where I had my laptop at the dinner table. Ooh, or, um, yeah, or even in the rocking chair while I'm letting my four year old know I'm here. You can go to sleep. You're okay. You know, yeah. turning the brightness down on my laptop and rocking and working. <laughs> you know, while he's laying in bed, it was a lot. But yeah. I wouldn't trade it for anything. I think that the things that I've learned about myself um, have been invaluable. And I really like the idea that um, there's a market of people that haven't been represented. And I identify that as a problem for me. And I recognize that it's a problem for a lot of people. And I'm not interested in waiting for the big guys to do something about this problem. So I'm being a part of the solution. So, you said, so just so everyone knows, this was self-published. You didn't go to a, a huge publishing house and, and get it. Right. There was no advance. <laughs> there was no, um, and it was very, it was very much an independent effort as it relates to how it started. Um, the book is available on amazon.com. I, I did publish, I self-published through them. Um, but yeah. 
So let's talk about that. Where so where can people get more of the Mighty Squad? Purchase the books, support what you're doing, look for future projects, kind of let everyone know uh, where they can find the Mighty Squad. Yes, so uh, we do have a website. It is themightysquad.com. Okay. And um, on our website, you will be able to access um, some content about the brand and also place your order for the products um, and see our social media. And actually, I'll share my screen, and this way you'll be able to um, kind of get a sneak peek of the website as it is available now. So here is the Mighty Squad website. And um, they're the characters that I've already talked you through earlier. We do have a link here where if you want to keep up with us, you can give us your email address. And um, here you can see more details about who the Mighty Squad is, each of its characters. And this is the link where I was telling you, you can actually link to purchase the, um, the coloring books, coloring and activity books. They are each listed at $7.50 at the time of this website, or <laughs> at the time of this interview. I just saw error and um, it threw me off. <laughs> um, the contact us page if you have any questions and then um, access to our Instagram feed, which is at the.mighty.squad. Um, we are also on Facebook as um, at Equip Kids, but our name there is The Mighty Squad. So. You can check us out on Facebook as well. So when we post the um, the interview and the uh, episode, just want to let everybody know I'll have all the links to the social media as well as to the homepage and the Amazon page for the Mighty Squad, so everyone can check it out and support awesome. what you're doing. So thank you. So I could not let you go without talking about what you're working on next. Yes, I'm going to be nosy. I want to know what, what are you working on next? Cool. So um, I've actually started um, working on a project specifically for dads and their children to um, for Father's Day. So I think that one of the things that has sneakily crept into my mission is creating bonding opportunities. <laughs> I think that um, I think that that's so important. I love making memories, and um, the Father's Day project will definitely be one that allows dads and children to create some memories. Um, some of the content inside of the project will be conversation starters, like when I was little. And um, it's definitely appropriate for the child to say when they were four, the things that they remember, and for the dad to say when I was eight, like you, I remember. So um, while they're coloring, they can talk about that prompt, so to speak. But also all of the activities will have a dad-focused um, 
things my dad taught me. And some of the things might be um, fishing or ball or, you know, cooking or baking because dads can cook and bake too. Yes. Yes, we can. And (laughs) And if you want to have a wonderful evening, you better learn how to cook and bake. Yes. (laughs) Everything in balance. Yes. So all of the activities will have a dad type focus. There's one that is really dear to my heart where it um, says the things dad wants for me. And um, because I think that that's another, um, and it's actually, I think, a word search if I'm remembering correctly. And, um, And the idea is just for the dad to be able to say out loud the things that the things that they really do want for their child because I find that it's really the default is to feel it. It takes a little more intention to say it. And I think that there are some things that children really need to hear the dad say. Mm. So um, whether it's the things that are listed or other things then um just really looking forward to the bonding moments that will be created through this activity book well i'm looking forward to that because if it's anything close to the first three then it is going to be wonderful because uh myself my wife and the the twins they're six and they've thoroughly enjoyed it uh, and so I'm looking for uh, the fourth book to come out uh, as a dad so I can really uh, dive into it. And, you know, again, thank you. I appreciate what you're doing. And I'm extremely proud of you uh, for taking on this this huge endeavor, seeing it through to the next phase. I'm not going to say the finish line because you're not done yet. But yeah. the next stage of this race, it has been a, an extreme joy and actually an inspiring a moment to watch you balance everything and to continue to push forward. So uh, thank you for taking the time. Again, uh, this is author, Mrs. Teresa Chase, and she's the creator and author of The Mighty Squad. Uh, She has three books out and go check her out. We're gonna uh, post the links um, in the, uh, as we uh, drop the episode. And so check her out, support, uh, again, so any final thoughts that you want people to walk away with before you go? I am, I would consider myself the most average girl ever. Oh, <laughs> no, no, no. And if uh, I can do this because of um, just an interest and a passion that I have, um, just know that I believe you can do it too. And um, let's just go change some things up and shake some things up and represent some people that have been unrepresented and misrepresented for way too long. Well, thank you. And uh, again, we're going to make sure that uh, we post all the information so we can support what you're doing. And then we got to have you come back and talk about your fourth book uh, because I'm, I'm really excited about that. Well, thank you. And again, check us out on the parlay. We'll be coming out with our next episode pretty soon. And thank everybody for listening. Thank you for having me.